0: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 18 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome!
1: Hello again. How are
0: you? Yeah, we hope that you are fit, fine and fan. Fantastic. I love saying welcome. I feel like one of those TV game show hosts. <laughs> uh, not quite as good as, uh, or as popular as Jasper's. Good morning, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's really become a
1: trademark for him, hasn't
0: it? it? It has. I want to get a shirt printed that says, good morning, everyone.
1: Oh, um, I love it.
0: Mm. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to look into that. Ooh,
1: stay tuned for that. Feel Good Family <laughs> merchandise line.
0: All right, so we're getting to say goodbye to those incredible lakes at Menindee. Wasn't that amazing?
1: Yeah, it was a real privilege, wasn't it, being able to to just be there at that special time and witness what you know nobody's witnessed in a very long time. I loved that. How unique!
0: Exactly, and this is going to continue over the coming months as well. So. Look, if you're in the vicinity or you can get yourself out there to experience this natural wonder, do it.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And a fantastic part of the world and, I mean, as we said last week, Kobe Hollow definitely put it on your list.
0: Okay, so goodbye, Menindee, and hello, Baronga in New South Wales. We've camped there many times on the banks of the mighty Murray River, but we're going to be doing something a little bit different it is only 200 kilometres from Menindi to Wentworth, but we're going to take 400 kilometres. <laughs> crazy. Take the long road. Yeah, Who does that? Absolutely crazy feel-goods. <laughs> so we... Decided to do this off the back of recommendation from other travellers who had just done it, towing their caravan. Uh, one was a semi-off-road, one was a normal uh, pop-top van. And they said not only did they pull over, but they passed other vehicles that were pulled over repairing their vans. Mm, ouch. Doesn't sound like fun at all, does it? No, it doesn't. And we did do another check, have the roads been graded. We couldn't get a you know definitive answer that they had been done and – What's another 200 kilometres on a lap around Oz, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do love travel days and, you know, when you're in the car and you're travelling for hours, as you say, Paul, it it doesn't really make that much
0: difference. Look, the only challenge really is on how many times can you hear Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on loop. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) wow. But that's okay. We are up to speed with Mickey and the gang. Uh, And, look, Jasper does have to be engaged as well, you know, and especially on these sort of semi-long drive days, it is so important to us that it's like happy wife, happy life, happy child on travel days much easier going for everyone.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm sure all the mums out there are nodding their heads as well. You know, traditionally it's the mums that get asked for the snacks and the this and the that and those little baby birds in the back of the car who are just chirping the whole way. So yes, you're right. We do definitely have to engage Jasper. But doing that extra 200 kilometres really didn't impact us on this drive day because
0: of how good the road conditions are. And as always happens, you experience or see something that you otherwise wouldn't have had you not gone that way. We saw the largest, I think it would be called a flock of emus that we had ever seen. And we were able to capture it on our cameras. And there would have been 30, 35 emus doing their emu shuffle and amazing.
1: I didn't even know that emus hung out together in groups like this. So we could see this in the distance and we were both like, what is that? And then that recognition that, hang on a second, this is a massive group of emus. How awesome. I mean, emus... Are my thing. I love it. You know, it's awesome to see any wildlife when you are out travelling around Australia. But for me, emus are the ultimate. So we're always on Emu Watch. And we've been lucky enough to see dads with babies in tow. You know, particularly out in Outback Queensland, Winton. We saw so many babies following their dads along. You know, we've seen the couples of emus, we've had them run across the road in front of us. To see this group of emus was so exciting.
0: It was incredibly unique for us. So, yeah, if you're an emu expert out there or you know their normal cultural behaviours as a community or family group, let us know. But what a sight to see.
1: Hey, what's a group of emus called? You know how, like, all animal groups have a name. It's a school of fish. It's a crash of rhinos. If you know what a group of emus is called, let us know.
0: Okay, so we continued on to Broken Hill. For us to go south, we've headed 110 kilometres north. As you do. However, the road is bitumened and beautiful road conditions. Uh, Nice cool morning to leave. We made it into Broken Hill and then 300 or thereabouts kilometres back to Baronga, which is on the New South Wales side of the Murray River opposite Mildura. And that was via Wentworth.
1: Yeah, so all in all, a fairly easy travel day as far as road conditions, Mm. temperature as well, you know, coming back into this beautiful Sunraysia region where the sun pretty much always shines was just fantastic.
0: Look, rookie mistake, I have to call it that because for the third time (laughs) for the feel-good family entering Sunraysia region... We had to dump all of our produce because of the pesky little fruit fly.
1: Oh, man. You know, there are a couple of mistakes that we just seem to be learning over and over again during our full-time travels. And this is one of them. And totally agree with the importance of this and understand, you know, what the fruit fly can do for these regions that are growing such fantastic produce. So, always happy to comply Always hurts a bit when you have to dump out your fresh produce. But here's a tip, actually, that we were told by a pest management worker when we pulled up on the side of the road to dispose of some of our fruit and veg. Really take note of the signage because even though there's huge signs up that say no fresh fruit and vegetables past this point, there will be other signage that actually shows you if you're coming from this direction, this is what you need to dispose of. If you're coming from another direction, this is what you need to dispose of. So in our case, there was only a few things, predominantly fresh fruit, that we needed to get rid of, and thank goodness our veggies
0: were saved. It's a really good point. I think they, they put up that huge sign to basically cover their bases – But it is a little bit of scaremongering in our opinion because it's not quite true. Mm. So anyway, so check those signs but do follow the rules and as hard as it was to swallow that many grapes before throwing what we couldn't fit in our bellies away, it's an important message to follow.
1: Absolutely and there are big fines attached to it Um, and look, we even went through a... A proper checkpoint when we crossed over into South Australia, which is coming up later in the podcast, where we had our vehicle and van
0: inspected. So definitely follow the rules. Don't get a fine. Big fines. Okay, so we finally make it down to Baronga. Again, the mighty Murray. Wow. Gee, we love it. We just love this river system. It is so spectacular any season And besides just loving being back on the Mighty Murray, we came here with the intention of getting a little bit more work done to the Hilux. Now, we have been talking about since day dot from leaving how much we love how Toyota Hilux. However, had we had some more money behind us or we could, you know, really dip into the savings a little more We would love to have put ourselves into a V8 Land Cruiser. Uh, As we've seen with COVID, with vehicles, whether it's a boat, a bus, a a jet, a caravan, four-wheel drives have become incredibly expensive. And so it really has pushed us outside of the... market of being able to to move into a bigger vehicle in the foreseeable future. Mm. So we decided to dip into some of the savings and start to slowly build on the Hilux a better vehicle for our thirst to be more adventurous and get a little bit more off track, off grid uh, and explore, you know, the greater region of Australia and feel comfortable and safe doing it. So Here we go. Back to ARB 4x4 Mildura to see James and the gang there. The reason why we've gone back to James is because we like him. Their attention to detail is excellent and I've asked for a little bit of a discount and they've knocked a few dollars off. Not a huge amount. But a saving is a saving in my book, so I appreciated that as well. Yeah, that's
1: another great tip. Always ask. We always ask. When I first met Paul, he always asked for a discount, and I was like, oh, I just, you know, can you really do that? Absolutely. So we do always ask for a discount, and you're either going to get it or you're not. But hey, if you don't ask, you don't get, right?
0: Yeah, look, they don't really give it to you at LD or Coles, (laughs) (laughs) but... I mean, anywhere, BCF, JB Hi-Fi, JB Hi-Fi will always give you a discount if you ask. And if the person says no, then you're talking to the wrong person. Go and speak to someone else. That's just my little
1: tip. (laughs) And you would know because we have, or we should have, shares in JB (laughs) (laughs) Hi-Fi.
0: Yes, we should. (laughs) All right, so back to it. What did we get done? We decided to get a long-range fuel tank, basically double our ability to carry fuel from roughly 70 litres to 140 litre tank. We also put in a dual battery system. Again, you know, this rookie mistake of flattening our battery because we've left it hooked up to the van. There wasn't an ignition relay, which the ARB guys did install this time to prevent us from flattening the battery. Look, it's not something that we really would see coming. It would be in the instance that we would pull over somewhere and then stay for a few hours. And I've left the van hooked up and haven't changed the fridge to gas. So it's drawing all of that 20 amps straight off the main battery that really is meant to be there to help start and operate the vehicle. So that was uh, an important fix that we wanted to get done. And we also are looking to do a fridge freezer combo uh, in the coming months or weeks and again, for the purpose of being able to travel without the van when we want to get a little bit more remote. So that was also part of the picture. And then finally, we wanted to get a canopy put on the back of the tub. If you've watched any of the vision of once you've gone to the Outback, it stays with you (laughs) in our YouTube series, that is exactly what happened. And in fact, the very first thing we did was take the vehicle to the local car wash centre and, uh, yeah, we were there for a good hour and absolutely cleaned the red Outback out of the back, as Jasper said, out the back of the vehicle.
1: I couldn't believe how much Outback was in the back of the truck. It covered everything that we have been storing in the back of the truck, covered. So there were quite a few hours ahead of us to really clean that gear up and, as you said, Paul, get get that high-pressure washer in the back of the the tub and really get that dirt out. But that Mm. was awesome fun,
0: wasn't it? It was. And um, all up until the moment when Katie sprayed me with the (laughs) high-powered hose in the head. (laughs) Anyway, that's another story. Okay, so cost, let's talk about that. And I hope I've got this right. This is going back on my memory here. The canopy, $4,600 installed. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, But it's the full kitted central locking, Lighting, beautiful canopy, it, really the best that they have available. The dual battery set up, about $1,700 installed. <whistles> yes. <laughs> My gosh. And then the 140-litre fuel tank, about $1,400 installed. <whistles> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, look, all up, that's a fair whack of money. Do we think there's value in it? Yes, and we I guess we'll really understand the value in all of that over time, particularly when we need it.
1: Oh, well, I think we're already understanding the value of the canopy in particular. Mm. And as you say, the long-range fuel tank and the double batteries, that value will come over time as we continue our travels. I tell you what, I i was a bit nervous about getting the canopy on. I loved the look of the Hilux. I, I was a bit like, oh, unsure about how this was going to make the Hilux look, you know. She's still going to look gorgeous and superficial. I know, but I tell you what, I really, really like it, and what it has done for the back of the truck in terms of the space and how we can now pack. And I say we, I mean me, of course. I'm (laughs) I'm up in the back of the truck packing in our gear. It has completely changed how that works, how it fits, how much space we have and the ease of being able to get things in and out of the back of the truck. So I'm loving it.
0: Yeah, and look, I do as well. It is a very stylish version of Canopy. Uh, So as far as, you know, aesthetics look and being, you know, worried about how your vehicle looks – we do. We absolutely love it. As you said, the access points with the three different windows. Uh, there is a, a vacuum. Scupper
1: vent, I think it's called.
0: Look out, hey?
1: Well, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. The scupper. It's got a scupper. And uh, it has these kind of hidden buttons that when the car is unlocked, you can press and the window opens. And, you know, I mean, it it's a bit fancy pants. The other main reason, other than weather... You know, outback and all of those things, getting in and around our gear was the security and Mm. safety. Mm -hmm. So you've got storage, security, and weather, and that's really what it provides for us. So we're we're pretty happy with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when you think about it, you know the value of that versus the cost of the kit, it's excellent. Couldn't be happier with it and. Jasper's got a new cubby house, so he is yes. really happy with it.
0: He is really happy with it. And it's going to last, you know, a lifetime of the vehicle, so probably longer. So that, that is fantastic as well. We also had some power from that second battery wired straight into the back there so that we can put it, the fridge-freezer combo in, as I mentioned, or whatever system that is. I also had some extra USB points put in so that I can charge on the go. And there's also a Siggy 12-volt adapter socket as well. So plenty of options for different uses when we get into more accessories, you know, drawers and other things that we want to start to look at as well to really manage the storage, Mm -hmm. but also keep everything in its place and well cared for and well kept.
1: Yeah, I can stop playing Tetris in the back of the truck.
0: Okay, so thank you uh to James and the crew there. Again, that's Mildura four by four ARB. We really appreciate not only that you fit us in, but that you uh, did such excellent work. Okay, here we go. We're headed to Adelaide next. We're going to be going from Baronga where we're staying, in New South Wales. Leave New South Wales. We cross the border at Mildura, straight over the Murray. Continue on driving straight across the South Australian border and into Renmark, the riverland town that is just absolutely beautiful.
1: I'm so excited about crossing over the border back into South Australia, exploring a little bit more of this state. This is my state. I'm so excited to be back. Renmark didn't disappoint. We stayed at the Big Four right on, here we go again, that stunning Murray River and what an absolutely beautiful park as far as layout and landscaping and what they had on offer.
0: Yeah, look, uh, it is – inexpensive van park I think as far as pricing you know I think it ended up about $60 a night but we feel the values there there are more activities scheduled than you can actually attend there's constant movies indoor movies outdoor movies splash pads large chess sets you know the jumping pillow and everything else all these amazing amenities and as Katie you mentioned beautifully landscaped and right on the waterfront so more costs but added value, so we loved it and Jasper especially loved it. We wanted to do something really special for him because we had been really busy over this last couple of weeks and so this was really about giving him a little bit of a, a pat on the back for being such a, a good kid on travel days and, and everything else that comes with our, our life and our lifestyle. We did walk into town. We checked that out. We went to the local pub. The walk-in was beautiful along mm-hmm. the foreshore. Mm-hmm. And again, we really only could spend this overnight because we had an appointment with an engineer to finally finalise the GVM upgrade for the Hilux. And that was at Tonkin Consulting right in the city of Adelaide.
1: Yeah, so it is on our must-come-back list and spend a bit more time in Renmark. And and the town itself was lovely. The river just wound its way through. The walk into town was fantastic. We saw wildlife in the van park. So really, yeah, a really lovely spot that we will return to.
0: So we've got another few hundred kilometres ahead of us. Not quite, but at least three and a half to four hours driving. So we left nice and early to make our midday appointment uh, with Tonkin Engineering. Now, the reason why we're seeing this particular engineer is because our vehicle is Queensland registered. So our, our plates are from Queensland, our registration papers are Queensland. This particular company has an employee named Stuart who is one of the only guys that can actually sign off on Queensland-registered vehicles for a GVM upgrade in this part of Australia. So that is why we're there, because we've had that question come up a fair bit. Why did you go there? Now, a little blue plate, a little bit of a uh, a blunt drill tip, and we finally (laughs) got that plate fixed onto the Hilux, $880, including GST, later. (laughs) (laughs) There it is again. Uh, And... We miraculously have a GVM upgrade. So that was really based off the suspension kit that we had done a good two, almost three months ago now. Uh, And again, to remind you, that was $2,600, that uh, suspension old man EMU kit that we had done. And now this is the end result is to get the GVM upgrade. Now, the interesting thing about this is that the GVM upgrade isn't legally really in place until you take the paperwork back in to a Queensland Transport Department office in Queensland. Okay, if they wanted to really get the detail, if you were looking at an insurance claim or something like that, that actually has to be cited in a Queensland office. So we'll tell you how we did that in, a, in an upcoming episode. But anyway, all said and done, We've now gone from a 3,000 GVM gross vehicle mass for the Hilux to 3,465 kilograms. So a 465 kilogram payload increase, if you want to look at it like that, for the Hilux. And uh, yeah, we can tell you about how we processed that in an upcoming episode. All right, so goodbye to (laughs) Tonkin's... and the bills that have been associated with all of these upgrades. And we headed straight down to Brighton Beachfront on Kingston Beach for one of the most beautiful caravan park locations we have ever seen.
1: Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about this next week in full detail, but it is just south of the city and right on that stunning Gulf St. Vincent. Mm, wow. We booked in for four nights. We stayed for a week and a half yes. and we will tell you all about it next week. I think we
0: may have found one of those places that we could call home. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. That's not going to happen, Mum, if you're listening. But <laughs> it, it, it did certainly impress us and leave an impression upon us that much. So.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. So next week we're also going to be talking about some incredible experiences from that base, really exploring the greater region, including some ice skating, first for Jasper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about being sore. I'll tell you about <laughs> that next week. The train journey along the beach. Mm. Wow. And we visit a German village. Very good. <laughs> ah, very good. <laughs> awesome. So much goodness to come next week. So for now, we will say goodbye. Dream big. Look after yourself. Look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the